police cannot prevent crimes. Police as a body are there to react to crimes after they happen. And in a lot of instances, they don't even do a good job with it. Okay, let's be real, especially when it comes to like petty crimes or even Grand Theft Auto or even like Grand Larceny. They're not even a good reaction force. Let's be real. Why? Because they don't need to because they're the most well-paid, laziest, sexist you've ever seen in this god country nobody wants to work anymore and by nobody wants to work anymore i mean the cops they don't want to work anymore here this is another uh, thing i saw from some like uh, urbanist uh, account that said san francisco is such a joke gone for 45 minutes nothing in the car come back the glass all over my kid's car seat to file a police report for the stats since crime isn't actually down call the police don't pick up call again and then it says transfer to another service told it will take 25 minutes to file over the phone but i can do it online no wonder nobody files police reports and crime is down guess i'm lucky i got nothing taken fourth time this happened so no not to leave anything so this is so fucking frustrating. It's so frustrating. Cops don't do anything about it. It's so fucking annoying. It's like, do your job, man. This is your job. Your job is not to like sit around and, and harass homeless people. This is your job. Your job is to, to, to do this. And then they constantly say, they constantly say, oh, well, there's nothing we can do about it because the DAs will like release them. That's not true. That's not fucking true. Do your fucking job. Oh my God. I hate you so much. I hate cops so fucking fucking much it is so fucking frustrating holy fuck yeah there were 30 cops literally in my subway station last night just standing there in a vast crowd getting paid overtime this is why libraries are closing on weekends and public schools are falling apart what was it well i saw a fucking tweet about this where someone was like if you're leaning uh you should be cleaning like get them to do other shit okay i'm sick and tired of it if you're gonna fucking stand around get to work pick up the trash you fucking piglet hog pieces of shit time to lean time to clean bitch do something, anything. New York spends $29 million per day on the NYPD, by the way. Eric Adams wanted to cut public library hours and programming because they were short $36 million for the year, just FYI. Public servant my ass. The public is a servant to the fucking police force, bro. I swear to God. It's very, very frustrating. My cousin is a cop and in, in, in general, it's like cop week or something and she's gassing herself so hard on, on week, Insta. Bro, cop week is like, uh, uh, you know, men's awareness month or something, Okay. It's always cops week. There's no week that isn't cop week. These motherfuckers are the only people that have like social... They are living in Norway, okay? That's it. The only group of individuals in, in the workplace that is this well-treated in the working class that are wage laborers, okay? Because cops technically are. are uh, they're cops. That's it. In the United States of America, every other fucking sector is dog shit, okay? Except for cops. They quite literally have so they they have all the benefits they have all the compensation they have all the workplace <laughs> security they have everything they could just be the worst on the fucking planet they could kill and get away with it and there's nothing there's nothing you could do about it it's like they're the only like actually solid union in the country they get pensions they get all of that they live in a totally different planet dude it's fucking bananas new york spends 29 million dollars per day on the nypd the amount of top of the hour ad break avoidance fees that you can pay for that is crazy maybe i should promote cops more that way i can get more subs at the top of the hour and gifters at the top of the hour, because at the top of the hour, there's a stream and ad break. The car break-ins are strange because it's largely an organized crime ring that is easily baitable. The viral glitter bomb YouTube guy easily tracked them with a bait package and figured out where they trade in their goods. It's confusing why the San Francisco Police Department can't do the same thing. And I responded and I said, nobody police wants to work anymore, that's why. Randy also said, why would the police do any work when they could just do nothing and get paid the same? It's just like, guys, another billion dollars will fix it, okay? That's what it is. The cops are quiet quitting, okay? They're quiet quitting. Nobody wants to work anymore. Is actually just about cops. 120K starting salary for the SFPD, by the way. Yeah, of course. Dude, 
They, their job is basically, wouldn't that be entrapment? Wait, what? No. First of all, cops do entrapment all the fucking time, but this wouldn't even be entrapment unless like they, they're leaving a car with valuables inside of it. It's just a bait car. They'll never do that because you know, that's, that's work and they get paid the same if they don't do the work anyway. So it doesn't matter. Plus the media protects them. So there's that too, where like the media will greatly amplify the narrative that like violent crime is on the rise and like cops can't do anything about it and that you know we're being too mean to them san francisco has a crime problem definitely has a crime problem but it's greatly amplified by conservatives every big city has a crime problem and with no solutions because the solution to crime is not more police enforcement it's literally financial okay there's no way to fix crime other than by turning around and solving the underlying reasons why crime happens okay crime or the overwhelming majority of crime rather is due to socioeconomic conditions that's it if you want to like actually eliminate crime then you have to eliminate poverty why don't poor southern states have higher crime if it's heavily socioeconomic factor related just population density versus cities where first of all poor southern states do have higher crime what what the fuck hello they do yeah I don't know what you're saying. Per capita, of course. Yeah, of course per capita. No one would look at totality. What the fuck? Oh, man. I can't believe Wyoming doesn't have the same total uh, number of, like, uh, violent crime incidents as California. You know what I mean? Yeah, no shit. You have to look at per capita. And they do, for the record. I'm not making fun of you. Maybe you didn't know that, but they do. They do have uh, higher uh, uh, rates of crime per capita. What about New York? What about New York? That's a great question. What about New York? I said it earlier in the chat, but like, if you look at television, uh, uh, if you look at local TV, you think New York crime is out of control. Except New York State has a lower rate of violent crimes per capita than South Carolina does. California's rate of gun violence is lower than the fucking national average. And I think New York too. But again, it's because the media is constantly fucking lying to you. So you don't even recognize that reality. It blew my mind when there was an Oklahoma, was it the governor, the gubernatorial race or whatever? I think it was, right? There was an Oklahoma gubernatorial race. And like the two people going against one another were debating on local news. They were debating to become the next governor of Oklahoma. And the the Republican was debating against the Democrat. And the Republican literally said, like, seriously and openly, New York has a crime problem. Oklahoma doesn't have a crime problem. And then the Democrat turned around and said, actually, Oklahoma has a higher rate of, like, you know, gun violence and violent crimes than New York. And everyone laughed at her. Like, the entire room laughed in her face. And it blew my fucking mind. Like, she was right. Like, the Democrat was literally right. It's just basic math. Okay. Oh yeah, this one, this, this is it. Let's talk about the facts. The fact is the rates of violent crime are higher in Oklahoma under your watch than in New York and California. That's a fact. Well, we'll have that fact checked by the frontier. (laughs) What do you mean? We'll have that fact checked by the frontier. Your job as a moderator is to already know that. You should know that, you fucking idiot. What do you mean? She is so correct. She's like 100% of the correct. 100% on the side of truth in this one. I don't give a fuck about Democrats in general, but she's objectively correct. And the room laughed at her. And the fucking, the the local media broadcaster said, we'll have that fact check. What the fuck? What the fuck? The moderator was like, yeah, sure. Okay, lady. Yeah, literally. I saw this. 
And I felt like I was losing my fucking mind. I'm like, dude, she's right. She's fucking right. There is a point about the internet, social media in regards to crime. Not often do I like Neil deGrasse Tyson, but there's an old video where someone brought up like police brutality or something. And he pointed out the illusion of uptick in frequency can be partially attributed to our information access increasing as tech has expanded. Yeah, a great example of like the crime hysteria that exists in the United States of America is accompanied by apps like Neighbor or uh, Ring or numerous other applications that is constantly like giving you round-the-clock, real-time information, oftentimes, like, biased, too, and not even correct. Next door, not neighbor, sorry, next door. Like, telling you, like, what crimes are happening in the city. Those crimes have always been happening in the city, okay? It's it's a part of living in the city. It sucks. But, like, you are way, way more tuned into it when, um, when you see it all the fucking time. Now, of course, we should seek to solve these crimes. I'm not saying, like, oh, well, that's life in the big city sucks to suck. I'm not saying that at all. But understand that, like, these applications have a very direct purpose of like scaring the shit out of you so you buy their services for protection you know what i mean look at our media mentions a topic relative oh crime yeah the figures below compare the average percentage of 15 second segments in a given day during a 10-day chunk of the month with the average percentage of 10-day chunks over the first six months of the year this is mentions a topic crime has majorly increased overall leading up to an election because they always do that before they do the midterms just moved from san francisco to la a few months ago san francisco has one of the highest brazen theft rates not violent crime it only started to feel unsafe when the mental health drug use really started to affect people after the tenderloin started overflowing yeah the problem with no 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 here here is what it is no brazen crime as far as like what you see i don't know what the tenderloin is i don't know what that means i don't know what the fuck he's saying but like as far as like retail theft and shit like that that's like out of control or happening regularly in places like san francisco there's certainly a reality to like uh the 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 brazen in the fucking uh broad daylight crime that you see except it happens because it, it has an incredibly high rate of of uh, poverty an incredibly high rate of wealth and income disparity incredibly high rate of homelessness and all of the accompanying issues that come along with that and the only way that you can solve that is not by like uh you know trying to actively uh over enforce or over police said communities because you can't because there's a constant new wave of people becoming homeless a constant new wave of people looking to crime to like uh, survive right the only way to solve that is by offering people opportunities and finance uh, both financial opportunities and also a place to live if you want to talk about like uh i don't know uh, solving some of these uh, uh, homelessness uh, problems right it, it does come through crime enforcement it's just that it's not about enforcing uh you know loitering laws on homeless people it's about crime enforcement at the highest levels of society it's about what landlords are doing it's about criminalizing not loitering or not criminalizing poverty but instead criminalizing people who are doing things that are perfectly legal uh, but are completely immoral but we will never do that because our entire society is designed around protecting the wealthy so we're never going to do crime enforcement on people who are doing like wage theft or shit no 100 all pricing out people uh the difference is pretty crazy it was never as bad as the media said though and my friends that would visit me were shocked that the city wasn't burning down yeah i know people that don't live in fucking big cities it's always funny when motherfuckers are talking about literally my backyard in los angeles like these crazy crimes happening and they're like dude don't you feel safe like don't you feel safe it's like bro that's my back backyard you're talking about you know what i mean like what the fuck do you mean no of course i feel safe idiot what, what are you what are you talking about like it's not like fucking uh, you know it's not like the city's on fire all the time i would feel more safe if there was less poverty if we eradicated poverty okay you're also a giant dude no that doesn't matter it's still yeah i'm a giant dude you know what also would kill me though a gun <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you mean? Like what? If someone were to like follow me home and try to rob me with a gun, what am I supposed to do? I'm not immune to fucking bullets. My point is there are plenty of moments where like I, I, I've talked about this before. There are moments where like, you know, of course you feel unsafe or at least you feel unsafe for those in your life. Like my mom, you know what I mean? When like the, the serial masturbator dude used to jerk off right next to my house all the fucking time and were, or would like try to break in to my house. But there is no like good way to uh, deal with this problem problem because we don't want to deal with this problem but yeah here's the murder uh, per capita rate louisiana missouri arkansas mississippi south carolina alabama tennessee illinois maryland georgia north carolina pennsylvania new mexico michigan indiana delaware oklahoma kentucky ohio arizona alaska texas west virginia virginia florida nevada california at number 27 dude New York at number 32. Look at that. Oh, by the way, here are the safest cities or not, uh, safest uh, states with the lowest uh, violent crime rates. Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, New Jersey. States with the highest violent crime rates are D.C., Alaska, New Mexico, Tennessee, Arkansas. Top 10, baby. District of Columbia, New Mexico, Louisiana, Colorado, South Carolina, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Washington, Tennessee and Oregon. Let's go. Montana is not on the list. I mean, probably not far up there. I mean, it's probably not that far behind uh, the other states that we just looked at. Where is it? Yeah, it's uh, fucking right next to California. Just crimes, not violent crimes. Oh, here. Violent crime rate. Aw, oh, damn. Womp womp. Montana with a violent crime rate immediately fucking uh, popping off, dude. Oops. D.C., Alaska, New Mexico, Tennessee, Arkansas, Louisiana, Missouri, South Carolina, South Dakota, Arizona, Michigan, Montana, Nevada, Oklahoma, Alabama, Texas, California. Anyway, the point is, if you look at like, uh, if you look at, you know, the rate of poverty in, in these places, you'll see a quite the similar chart. Oh, anyway, my point is, uh, this conversation is really fucking stupid and people literally go along with their fifis rather than like the objective reality and the truth of the matter. Crime happens due to poverty. Crime happens due to a lack of social safety nets. That's it. And if you look at, yeah, if you look the poverty rates by state mississippi louisiana new mexico arkansas alabama that's crazy man five states with the lowest poverty rates new hampshire utah minnesota new jersey washington states with the 10 highest poverty rates also happen to be uh almost an identical fucking list to the states with the 10 uh highest uh, violent crimes and there's also wealth inequality that you need to look at because this is like overall looking at just poverty but i wonder what it is i wonder what makes this look so similar to the other one wealth inequality is why dc is number one no doubt yeah, D.C. is incredibly fucking poor outside of, you know, the, the richest parts. There is an insane amount of wealth inequality in D.C. Another component of this, by the way, is that that abject poverty has been uh, systematically enforced upon black populations. So that's part of the reason why a, a lot of dumb racist motherfuckers will look at that and go, oh, that's where all the black people live. It's like, no, dumbass, that's where the fucking poor people live. And you happen to live in a country that purposely enslaved black people and then kept them poor to this fucking day. That's it. Fucking idiots. Anyway, I'm just getting mad at like, uh, not even chatters at this point. I'm just like, you know, getting mad at very common right-wing perspective that I hear all the fucking time.